0: Welcome to the News Grubs podcast, a new and refreshing news format presented by the one and only Scotto, AP and The
1: Fish. Hi everyone, welcome along to the News Grubs, the podcast for amateur future dictators. Joining me uh, as usual are uh, AP and The Fish. Hi guys. Hey, how are you? Oh, life is wonderful, I've got to tell you. Uh, now this week we're, um, was AP, did he say hello by the way? I, I think so, I Oh, yes. just checking, I just wanted to make hello. sure we, we're actually in here with, <laughs> with us all. Anyway, all right. Thank you. Uh, this week we're looking at uh, San Francisco and its problem with poop. I hate that word. Turds. Uh, why eating leftover food uh, is uh, a serious health issue and can damage mm. your health significantly. Well, even kill you, frankly. Um, would you want a robot to you know, conduct surgery on you in an operating theatre? Mm. What's happening in Apple stores? Something very interesting there. But let's start with another should i say another elon musk story fishy what's the game fellas elon musk's satellite company starlink you've heard of it right i do i know somebody that's actually subscribed to it i met them the other day
2: okay so they're the one yes (laughs) right first one in australia (laughs) right uh is facing outages uh, that is uh facing outages about a week or so ago Uh, as a critical warning has been issued for London. Oh. Yes. Now, the warning was issued uh, on the uh, 18th, I believe, Mm -hmm. at 6.55 in the Mm -hmm. a.m. by, get this, Fingerprick Internet Alert. Oh. I've never heard of them. Oh. Oh.
1: Fingerprick. That's an odd name, isn't it? Isn't it? I've never heard of that either. I'm going to Google them
2: later. Okay. Uh, They reported... Uh, that um, uh, a critical internet outage was ongoing uh, for Starlink in England. Mm-hmm. And the issue is said to have um, started at around 12.50 in the a.m. with London particularly impacted. Mm. Now, I believe it's got to do with a mass corona injection. You know when they have close-ups of the summer when you talk like that. Well, thank you. And you know how they put filters on their camera so you can actually see solar flares and other happenings on the sun? I love yeah. them too. You know those yes. big <laughs> flares that jut out? Yes. That's what they are. That's a huge it's a huge in, uh, mass injection, Ooh. right? And they create all sorts of problems. They create interference and, 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 and sort of like, uh, if you can imagine, like, pulses and all sorts of <laughs> pl- playing havoc with electrical equipment and mm-hmm. stuff like satellites mm-hmm. and so forth. And um, it's not yet clear uh, whether the source, uh, 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 what the source is, uh, uh, according to this article, but I can tell you it's the mass ejection right. uh, uh, of the problem. Um, and they estimate roughly 27,000 homes using uh the Starlink uh, internet service will be, and, and businesses, uh, will be affected in the UK. It's not
1: really very many, is it? Twenty-seven thousand people, because the way I read it, twenty-seven thousand customers,
2: or is that? Yeah, yeah. yeah customers, there are around. Yeah. It's not very many, yeah, really, is it? Yeah, it's not. But but don't forget the uh, the service started about a year ago. Yeah. So they're, they're only, they haven't gotten up to speed yet. Eventually, no, that's
1: not true. Yet. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. As I say, I met a guy. Uh, we stopped off uh, um, the other day when I was visiting some friends, and they'd actually just signed up for it. And the kid was up putting the um, the satellite dish on the roof.
2: Uh, Did he get one of those new ones that are rectangular, or has he got these circular one? He's got the circular one. I oh, got the dud
1: ones. Oh, technology! I'll tell him.
2: Oh, that's rubbish.
1: I'll mention that too. They got they got rid of them. they got rid of those because they overheat. Oh, oh, hey. it's it's in Byron Bay. It'd be stoned. He won't care. Um, 40 of their satellites were wiped
2: out by the solar storm. Wow, Correct. that's incredible, isn't it? Yeah, and the, here's the problem, I think. It just proves one thing, that the internet, as far as internet delivery via satellite is concerned, is very fragile still.
1: Oh, it's pretty fragile at my place. I got knocked out by a tree the other day. But you're not a satellite. No, I'm, I'm, I'm a you know, thing strung across, the, a bit of string strung
2: across. Yeah, the, yeah, the, so a when a tree tree. Can... When a tree came down, it had snagged onto a cable, didn't it? And it wiped out the whole thing, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, the <laughs> internet in general is pretty, <laughs> pretty dodgy, I'd say. And, you know, with these satellites, particularly the Starlink ones, they're designed, I think, to last three or four or five years up there, floating around, and they're designed, as I said, uh, to uh, deorbit. orbit uh, at a particular point and just burn up as they enter the atmosphere, plop down and hit me on the head. So they're not really recoverable, you know, They're not even getting their money back. They can't even re- recycle it because they're burning it up.
1: Well, I suppose that's not bad for the environment, well except for the environment
2: where they're burning it up, I guess. But the point I'm making is is the cost of delivery of internet services via satellite must be horrendous. Now,
1: AP, you've been studying this haven't you, or the cost of uh, in the the mother country?
0: That was my little segue um, there. It's uh, seventy-three (laughs) pounds. Um, and uh, £366 for uh, setup fees. Now, that's
1: a lot of money. It's like $800 setup fee, Australian dollars. Oh, you, you can't compare Australian dollars to the mother country's money. I mean, our money's worth nothing. We're, we're like the it, South it, Pacific yeah, peso. It's, it's called a currency conversion. You can, actually. but um, <laughs> the, uh, it's, it's only yeah. $99 American.
0: Well, which is 130 bucks Australian. Oh, you're obsessed. Get At over Oh, well, you know, I, I look at I look at what uh, what's going to come out of my uh, my account if I signed up for something like that, and yeah. uh, uh, I think it's quite pricey for what it is. But it does provide a unique service because it, the one of the goals, obviously, this uh, Starlink system is to uh, bring the internet to people who couldn't previously access it. Yeah,
1: is that amazing <laughs> though? Sorry to interrupt you. Isn't it amazing though that in rural Devon in Southwest England, somebody like Phil Hall is unable to uh to get regular internet i mean England is. is the size of a postage stamp yeah, that's right that's you would right. think they'd be able to string a couple of bits of uh, fiber
2: optic to anywhere. Yeah, you i so. don't know what rural is and you no, know uh, no. ap just made the remark it's it's really designed for uh people who didn't have access to the internet now some people would read that like uh well i don't know how to work the internet so this is now going to solve my problem no, they're idiots and it's usually elderly people. So oh, suddenly they is. think. So, suddenly they think that if they, they get the internet uh, service via satellite, it'll solve all their internet usage problems. Mm. Now, fishy, the um, they have
0: uh, have not confirmed that this outage warning is linked to the loss of the forty Starlink satellite. You'd have to think that it was at least connected to it and my assumption is I'm going to defer to you for the answer in a second if you've got a mesh style of uh, coverage uh, people can have a mesh style of coverage I think Scotto might have one and he's got actually. one um, this is on a on a this is mesh uh, coverage on a massive scale on a globe literally global scale um, if you take 40 out of it and the system was only ever designed to be upgraded there was never a scenario in which the people who were designing these, and there's 2,000 of them floating around now, and I think there's, they're going to get to about 3,500, aren't they? Or is that the... 48,000. Um, 48,000, 48, yeah. yeah I, You'll I, see this, this line uh, going around the Earth every night. night. It's, um, Uncle Was's system as well, uh, that, that, that isn't there? Yeah. And somebody else's. Yeah, so um, that's the a few satellites, But they must have a, a way of handshaking with each other.
2: Well, the original design... Of the Skylink one was that um, uh, each of the satellites uh, would, via laser, uh, talk to the closest satellite. Yes. Uh, that's obviously near them. Yeah And they would then adjust each other's trajectories so a they would avoid any collisions, and b to get optimal um, transmission of the footprint uh, to the customer directly below them. Now, I don't think the mesh system like they use in Wi-Fi works uh, in uh, a satellite scenario. I think the individual satellite covers a particular defined footprint. Right. And then um, as the uh, satellites move across the sky because I don't think they're geocentric, are they?
1: No, they're only at about 180 k's or something, if, if that.
2: Yeah, they're like, low level. Yeah, they're low, low level, level. But but they're moving. Yes. So, yeah, I, so they're not they're not geocentric. They don't stand still and float above you.
1: No, my understanding is that it, it's like a cell phone. As the satellite passes across, it then passes the signal to the next one, to the next one, to the next one. That's, and eventually, my, it'll just yeah. be a continuous loop.
0: Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, yeah that's my understanding. <laughs> so then you take 40 gone. out of out of 2,000, and you wouldn't think that would be terribly many, but as I said, the system is designed to be upgraded, and uh, it may be that this this uh, outage they've got in the UK is because the uh, the, foot, the footprint isn't being shared properly
2: yeah. anymore. Yeah.
0: But it's um, interesting stuff, and obviously you need people like this to do groundbreaking research and work. True. Um, I noticed in the article that uh, I thought it was a fledgling thing, but he's got... Uh, it says it says the system is available in more than six counties.
1: Um, counties the size of a postage stamp.
0: That's right, 145,000 users in 25 countries worldwide. Well, um, that's uh, at you know. Well, it's okay. not a big it's not a big number. Well, it's not a big number, but it's a start. Oh, it's a good it's start. Further along than I thought he was with this. Yeah. 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 streets of san francisco gentlemen oh, i wish we'd had the uh, music yes carl uh, malden with the bent nose and the american express ads and you think of san francisco or frisco as they uh say in the lingo over there that's true uh, and you think of you know just cool dudes and uh what's that uh I haven't been there in a while have you oh Al- Al- uh, no is it frisco alcatraz alcatraz, alcatraz? yes, alcatraz, yes, yes. Off the coast there but uh no one talks about oh, i don't know the other side of it and uh, I've just read this article, and and gentlemen, it's a shit show. It is.
1: Um, (laughs) It's a typical Code Brown, (laughs) lane one.
0: Um, San Francisco's deployed a poop patrol to clean up the growing amount of feces... What a word. ...on its sidewalks thanks to the
1: homeless epidemic. It is an epidemic there. Absolute epidemic. two
0: is San Francisco's number one problem. It's I stole that directly from the article, but it's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, so this story's, <laughs> littered, this, this story's absolutely littered with them. It's it's a fantastic thing. Uh, thank you for letting me lead, lead on it. Um, the city has been experiencing a growing problem of public pooping on its streets by the local homeless population, and it's
1: becoming a major public health concern. I'm not surprised. I mean, that'd be worse than Paris, walking around there and treading on dog turds every five now, seconds. Yeah, we won't
0: go through all the data because it's it's some... Um, it's actually quite frightening the amount it of- is. they've presented on this problem but they have released a map uh, a map you guys have all done uh, map searches of things where you you know if, if you're looking for a certain restaurant it comes up with a red pointer yes well they've used brown ones <laughs> funny about that <laughs> and they've got so many of them on the map that it you can't actually separate it unless you go down to a very small Ratio uh, of um, yeah, so, and, I mean. and they are the ones that have only been reported. Exactly, that's right. That's right. So the, it, it's that big of a problem that that uh, modern mapping uh, doesn't actually cover it. You can't you can't actually look at it. It makes it very difficult to it's uh, just this, out.
2: this big blob of brown, so that, to speak. It. Yes. <laughs> um, really? So
0: in the last twelve months, I believe it's gone from twenty thousand up to twenty eight thousand. Uh, deposits of poop, so to speak, and uh, yes, as it were. And uh, it's it's becoming, uh, and I think. Uh, look, if I zoom in on this graph slightly, um, that 2011, there were five and a half thousand instances of pooping in public, you know, basically on the sidewalk or on the street. Uh, let's pick another random number: 2015, thirteen thousand two hundred, and now uh,
1: twenty-eight thousand.
0: And twenty-eight thousand and eighty-four. Um, it's 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 a big issue and something that I never thought I would see the likes of from a city like San Francisco. It's a
1: different city to what it used to be uh, AP. I've got to tell you. I was there a couple of years ago, and it, the homeless thing is just massive. The homeless problem is just massive there. Um, there's just there's people living, you know, in every doorway and under bridges and under everything you can possibly imagine. Um, rents are so high there it's such an expensive city in fact it's more expensive than uh, in some parts of it, uh, than in even New York City um, obviously not you know the 100 million dollar apartments and that sort of thing but in general uh, and so people uh, can't afford to, um, to 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 rent a place and so they um, they're just sleeping out in the streets and well as it turns out um, popping off number twos uh, basically everywhere they're You're-
0: calling it one of the wealthiest cities in the country yeah. Uh, and they're, they're saying it's now covered in poop. Um, uh, I mean, can't sentence.
2: they? Can't they uh, look, pooping, obviously, is a 24-hour cycle. You know, you poop sometimes twice a day. Yeah. I wish. I wish. so wish. <laughs> wish. So let's assume for the moment, during the daylight hours, mm-hmm. there's got to be some pooping activity, right? Pretty much everywhere, I'd say. Can't... Uh, dash cams, or rather security footage, catch people pooping? What are you going to do with it then? It's a bit late then, isn't it? Well, no. They've you already done it.
1: You siren and you bizarre. can't go and put all those people in jail, because then jails would just be Alcatraz. They'd have to open that up again, and it'd be just full of poop.
0: Spots it, spots it. Uh, alarm goes off. Tear gas canister goes thumping out from some, some portal nearby. But the poop's there.
1: Yeah, no, well, it's well, too late. The but, poop's already on the, fl- on they, the footpath. Uh,
2: They've got Alcatraz's AP correctly pointed out, which is a tourist attraction. It's a huge area, that Alcatraz. Yes. They could put all the poop there. What, so what, what are
1: you wanting to... Let me just summarise this, if I may. What you're suggesting is that they hoover up all the homeless people twice a day, ferry them across to Alcatraz, For a visit. let them have a, um, a visit, <laughs> number two and number one, and then ferry them back so they can sleep in the... Um, in the streets and everything else, and then, I don't know, what, four o'clock in the
2: afternoon? Well, well, right,
1: oh, off you go. Come on. We're going to get you all over to Alcatraz again. Uh, time for uh, the crap To, to be honest, Scott
2: my plan didn't include the ferrying part. Right. So. It was it was basically moving the actual faeces uh, by mechanical means onto the islands. I don't know, maybe a long conveyor belt or something.
1: Well, I mean, uh, you could just hose them down the bloody um, drains, frankly. Or just um, get a lot of people with... See, because they're all unemployed, so many of these people are homeless and unemployed, why doesn't the city employ them to go around with one of those little um, shovel things in a broom that you see uh, people do and uh, sweep it up?
2: That's running
1: number two. It also begs
2: the question, what are the street cleaners doing? Clearly not much. (laughs)
1: Now, guys, you probably have all, uh, you know, been somewhere at your mate's place, at a family's place. You got a bit hungry at night and thought, oh, let's raid the fridge and see what's left over. Always. Always, Mm. isn't it? I mean, everyone does it. Mm. Dangerous, dangerous pastime. Why? Deadly, one might say. Because according to a British newspaper uh, who stole the story from the New England Journal of Medicine, (laughs) uh, probably should have gone there first, would have been more... um, more authority, not uh, authoritative. authoritative. That's the word I'd be uh, wanting to use. A um, a British man uh, identified as J C ate some leftover takeaway. In fact, a chicken noodle dish um, his friend had ordered the night before. So, like literally, the next night he
2: uh, had a bit of a feed of it, and instantly became ill. That's shocking in itself. That it is a bit worrying. So- something that dangerous can. Uh, suddenly become that dangerous in a short period of time
1: in, well, indeed and to yeah. make matters worse uh jc as we we've now referred to him had no allergies he had had all his childhood vaccinations according to doctors records but he had um, a, a temperature a, a very high temperature his heart was going 166 beats per minute which is you know, about me sitting, uh, sitting here doing this show um, Rarely drank alcohol Did smoke two packs of cigarettes a week And um, smoked some dope every day But he was uh, admitted to hospital And ooh, it did not look good for him No um, All sorts of pain, nausea <laughs> and blah 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 Bad, bad, bad
2: And then it started getting worse Where I think he started developing Like purple skin or something He ooh. did uh, and, and and then and then some severe pains in his stomach, and, and it got really really bad. It was, and, and that was, I think, the cue to take him to hospital.
1: Yeah, basically, he'd um, uh, was there for about eleven hours at home, and somebody thought, "Geez, he doesn't look well." Probably they'd woken up from a you know dope. Um, uh, you know, uh, haze or something like that. Anyway, so he... Um, <laughs> the purple uh, haze. Yeah, the purple haze, in fact, yes. So he was admitted to hospital and that would had the doctors a bit knackered, a bit buggered. They weren't sure what was going on. They'd right. done the scans. No, he hadn't had a uh, stroke. He hadn't had this. He hadn't had that, you know, as yep, they do, yep, of
2: course. Yep, yep,
1: yep. Uh, They did a um, blood test, though, and it came back positive for Nyseraeus. Neisseria
0: meningititis. Oh, thank
1: you. I've got to love it when we do medical terms and you leap in. <laughs> and it's a form of sepsis, which can kill sufferers. Which is basically blood poisoning. Is that correct, AAP? It is. It's yeah, sepsis. Thank you. Uh, yes, it is.
0: Septicemia, if you want the long one.
1: Yeah, well thanks very much. It's believed he became infected by bacteria through his saliva um, and apparently he'd been uh, he'd missed uh, a booster shot from meningococcal vaccine of disease at the age of 16. I think his brother uh, might have uh, had some somewhere along the way, but
2: anyway. So he d- he didn't have all of his shots as have uh, the shots. previously claimed. Yeah, right. Correct. So it, it it's worth going to the hospital first so they can investigate it properly. I that's think I, I
1: think that's the upshot of the story. Yeah. Um. But it was uh, it's ugly because uh, he lost uh, his legs. I think both legs, and I'm not sure he didn't lose a, a few fingers as well. Did he? He lost a few fingers
2: as well, as a result as well. Half yeah.
0: Each finger. Yeah. Yeah. So that's um. Yeah. So you can't make any jokes about. Finger licking good, or butter fingers, or anything. No, like none that. of those would be appropriate. Like, like, like
1: <laughs> that? Yeah, no, absolutely well, inappropriate.
0: At it, can I just be the devil's advocate for a second? Yes, you may. Now, JFC, as I like to call him now, right, um, works part time in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Now he's heated up this food. Yep. Or or he's had it cold. Either way, uh, whenever you're reheating food. You nuke the crap out of it in the microwave oven. That's true, uh, and and that one of the reasons is not to heat it up so it tastes good to eat; it's
1: to kill bacteria, kill all the cootie bundies.
0: Yeah, this uh, this fellow works part time at a restaurant. I mean, he might be a busboy or do do the dishes or things like that. That might not mean he's um,
2: safe. It's not. It's not clear whether it's the same restaurant that the original meal was ordered from. Oh,
0: yeah, it doesn't doesn't no, make
2: sense. it doesn't a, say the name.
0: So, uh, no. so uh, we don't want any uh, lawsuits from any rest, local restaurants, but. No. Um, he, he. I would respectfully suggest that he's done this to himself. Right. Because uh, I don't know any day-old food that couldn't be heated properly and eaten without a problem, um, even if he old. has missed his uh, booster injection. But, that it but, here,
2: But AP, doesn't that depend on how old the food had been sitting in the uh, refrigerator or out of the refrigerator of the restaurant it, uh, concerned. Only the, no, uh, the, only
0: the night. the night before. Only as JC or JFC, as we've now cloned him, ate the takeaway, a chicken noodle dish his friend had ordered the night before. Yeah, so it's only
1: before. just
2: like the next yeah. day. Not
0: even yes, so hours. One yes,
2: morning. but but that's 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 um. Uh, the, my point is, yes, it's been ordered the day before, but how long has it been sitting around uh, in the, the restaurant for? Oh, it could be know. a, could be you a week
0: old supply fresh food in the first place yeah oh, I'm,
2: it, think, I'm I'm with ap though
1: on this one i think if you pop it in the microwave and nuke the bejesus out of it for about half an hour um <laughs> a it's going to be fairly well done b it's going to be pretty hot and c therefore uh there's not a cootie bundy that could live well, you know, in that question situation. for you
0: okay in case in case or except uh, for the fact that if you put it in there for half an hour, Scott, I suggested the plastic container may have become part of the food.
2: Yes. Oh, that just adds a bit of excitement. Question for you, right. yes Yes. If the food uh, developed salmonella, for example, mm. uh, for over a couple of days, yes. and then you'd nuke it, that doesn't solve the problem, does it?
0: Uh, it kills the salmonella bacteria. I would have thought so. Um, but uh, that does, it's, uh, salmonella is specific to chicken, isn't it? Oh, close enough. Uh, I've got that right. Um, I'm sure listeners will let us know if I'm wrong. But the, um, yeah, I, I think if you if you really boil something, superheat even, uh, you can get rid of uh, most of the, uh, as Scotto calls it, cootie bundies. Cootie bundies. Um, That's a medical
2: term, isn't oh, it? Oh, absolutely. It's it's a, a it's I've heard
0: Dr. many times. Um, and uh, you could eat it. I mean, maybe the, uh, it may not taste a hundred percent. But I think, I think he only has himself to blame. And I wish him well, of course. But a bit late now. That's it.
1: Doesn't got a leg to stand on. Or- <laughs> now I don't know about you guys, but I've been into the odd hospital room and had the odd operation or yeah. surgery, as it's yeah. now uh, called. I still like the term operation, but anyway. Now traditionally, that's been carried out by. A doctor. Mm, a surgeon. Well, a surgeon, exactly, which I think is rather important to uh, to have that done. But, of course, in this modern age that we now live in, robots are becoming the surgeon of the present slash future. Yes. Uh, and it turns out that uh, if in the uh, NHS in uh, in England – Because Mm. there's this this massive waiting list, like over 6 million people are waiting for operation. 6 million's a lot, isn't that? That's a lot. lot. Out of a country of 86 million, um, they're on the waiting list for surgery. And in fact, uh, 20,000 are having to endure waits of more than two years. However, if um, some, uh, I don't know, modern company was able to produce appropriate robots, uh, that could be uh, cleaned up in about 18 months. Uh, According to the Royal College of Surgeons. Mm. Uh, Robots in surgery. Now, we've all seen the movies. Uh, I remember uh, in uh, Logan's Run Mm. where um, Logan was uh, in the surgery getting a bit of plastic surgery happening and all the lasers and everything uh, with the weird doctor and the uh, very attractive Farrah Fawcett major um, as being the assistant. Of course, it didn't go well for him um, during the fight scene, but that's a whole different issue. In reality, though, yes, uh,
2: don't they conduct the surgery uh, with the robots with a actual surgeon still operating the equipment? Funny no. you should
1: mention that.
0: Yeah, no, that's... Um, that's old technology, fishy. You're behind. a lineation point. Um, surgery has, for a few years now, been performed by Precision Robotics. And in fact, uh, I have a brother who is a vibration specialist and he has uh, been contracted by a uh, big hospital in Melbourne to place sensitive monitoring equipment uh, around the operating rooms of the hospital because there's construction going on in the blocks surrounding it. Oh, Oh, right. And so uh, even with a skilled surgeon at the controls, because this is the the supervised method, um, if there's the slightest vibration... Uh, of course, the uh, the precision robotics can be thrown out. Uh, the The uh, type of robotics that Scottos uh, talking to us about is fully automated. So, in right. other words, there's a software routine that that says, you know, let's examine the patient, uh, let's make the cut here, uh, let's go in and find the coody bundies, I suppose we'd say.
1: I would, yes, that'd be the technical uh, term, medical term.
0: Yeah, um, you know, or the gonads, if you're having a uh, vasectomy, let's go nice, and find. Yes. And let's go and sort that out. Yes. And (laughs) procedures like uh, vasectomies um, and some uh, prostate-type procedures
1: Mm -hmm.
0: uh, have been done by remote robotics, which means the surgeon is there uh, like an arcade game, like a six-shooter or a game of asteroids. And uh, he's at the – he is – controlled. Goes on. (laughs) I'm sorry,
1: AP. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Old technology behind the eight ball once again because experts at the Johns Hopkins University in Baltimore have created an autonomous machine. They say performed a complex larasopic, keyhole, gastric operation on a pig, which was thought to be as surgically challenging as work on a human. The STAR, the smart tissue autonomous robot, performed one uh, one of... stomach surgery's toughest tasks right. reconnecting two ends of an intestine uh, and according to the results published in the journal of science robotics who even knew such a thing existed it did a better job than humans can uh, mm. and one of the reasons is because you think like if a surgeon he's had a big day and you yes. got to remember these poor buggers might be there for 14 or 15 hours knocking off um, you know 10 20 patients as opposed to you know one yeah. doctor doing the whole thing but you know you look back at mash They've been boozing all day and all that sort of stuff, so their hands are potentially a bit wobbly, whereas one of these um, star things with its 3D eye cameras and its computer algorithm brain um, is just perfectly stable still and everything, and whooshka,
2: job done, happy days. It, it, it's like those robotic welding machines where the weld is perfect. Exactly. Exactly.
0: I suppose we're also supposing that the uh, surgeon, I mean the the mash example aside, Yes. Uh, as far as I was concerned, Scotto, they spent most of their day bickering and arguing.
1: That's true, they did.
2: Oh, yeah. no, they chased the nurses around the tent That's all that. true, yeah, they did do that too, yeah.
0: That cross-dresser in there, for a bit of variety. Um, <laughs> the uh, the concept is that, that we're assuming that the robot's going to have some kind of... I mean, Scotto's initial question was, would, would you have a robot operating on you? But uh, we don't know that the surgeon hasn't had a big night on the turps. Well, I think this is where I was alluding to earlier. Yeah, so the uh, you know the the assumption shouldn't be that you know these things have to prove that they're better than a human. Human error is uh, well known not and uh,
2: massive in the medical would industry. Would you would you trust a uh, robot that is unaided by a human to perform an entire operation on upon you?
0: Yeah, not, a, not at this
2: point. I would. Do, no, no worries. I, w- I wouldn't at this point. Would
1: you drive an autonomous car?
2: No, no. I wouldn't trust one it. at this point.
1: But yet you fly and let a human um, fly you in a plane. Without yes. any control whatsoever.
0: Oh, he can override the controls? Um, I mean, I, as long as it's not a um, uh, Boeing uh, Max. Uh, seven,
1: uh, seven, seven, what is it, a 727
0: Max? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not getting on one of those, whether there's a pilot there or not. <laughs>
1: Or um, oh, that um, German air wings, uh, germ wings or gem wings or whatever it was, where they just fly you into the ground.
0: Ethiopian Airlines, yeah, they uh, they, they were till their last breath trying to pull the plane up. I
1: oh, know, I meant the one who actually deliberately locked his uh, um, co pilot oh, yeah, and then flew into the. Um,
0: He's had a bad day. Yeah, but no, uh, was a I, I don't feel the need to take the risk when you've got a surgeon uh, who can sort of think on the go, handle unexpected uh, issues. And, uh, okay, they've, uh, you know, attached both ends of a pig's intestine flawlessly. Mm-hmm. But uh, one of the things about uh, a surgeon is that you can have spontaneous bleeding. You can have yes. uh, things that are not uh, exactly where they were on the uh, CAT to, scans. To, to, to be them.
2: able to compress, say, 30 years' experience of a surgeon into a computer program uh, and hope that the computer can read it quick enough to make split second decisions when there is a circumstance like you've just pointed out where there might be bleeding or something else happening or three or four things happening at the same time yes um this experience to my mind uh is hands down
0: and what what if the person like uh, you know some of those uh, medical programs i remember uh, house in fact i've got the box set
1: oh yeah because that'd be uh, um,
0: yeah, that's right up there and now uh, that's why i'm so good at the medical terminology. of course
1: i mean you're virtually a professor <laughs>
0: That's it. And uh, not to mention that I've had about three diseases that the mentions on the shows. Okay. Um, But they're operating on them, and all of a sudden i will say, BP's dropping, and you'll hear the expensive machines start beeping and carrying on. Um, Someone can go into cardiac arrest. You're working on his abdomen. So Mm. what does a robot do about that?
1: it just stitches him up and chucks him over the corner. They've been uh, involved in um, uh, 144 patient deaths, and 1,391 injuries. Now, I don't know whether that's the entire um, uh, autonomous robots in general, but um, but, uh, some of the errors include burnt or broken pieces of tool falling into a patient, 14.7% of the errors, that could happen. Electrical sparking that could injure patients. I'm mildly worried about that one. Yeah. Uh, And robots making unintended movements.
2: Uh, So
1: (laughs) it's not (laughs) entirely...
2: is that unintended movements, is that like when they're trying to hit on you or something?
1: Well, either that
2: or they cut your arm off by mistake, I'd say. Oh, right. <laughs>
1: Sorry. Fair, though.
0: Unfair, though. I mean, look, they, they sound like grim statistics, but it's really unfair to talk about those statistics if you're not going to present a set of stats over the same period of time that involve surgical human error.
1: I agree, uh, which would be way, 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 way more, I would suggest.
0: Oh, yeah. oh well, it's from a, ma- a massive uh, pool of data. True. So you'd have to you'd have to compare the stats from when they first started robotic assisted yes. surgery, and then move into fully automated, which which is the article that you've presented to us. Um, the same period of time, errors from um, surgeons.
1: I still just want that little thing that um, um, what was the doctor called in uh, Star Trek? The Doctor uh, Bones. That's
0: him. McCoy. Doctor yeah.
1: McCoy Bones. He 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 just used to wave the thing over Muttley's head. Uh, yeah. and that would sort of fix the lesions and the hematomas and all the other it, bits and pieces.
0: The UFO sound effect fixed everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's all, I fr- want
2: that. A friend of mine who's a doctor uses that. Does he? Yeah, well, he thinks it works. Right. It's basically a TV remote control. Excellent. No one, no one tells do- him. It's Doctor Who's sonic screwdriver.
1: Oh, I can't wait to go and see him. I need
2: a bit of, uh, bit of a workout. <laughs> now, boys... Employees of um, many Apple stores across the United States, and we've all been into oh, Apple, yeah. store, right? And they're all very helpful in the, in the Apple store. They right. know their they know their products, yep. they know everything about them, and they're helpful. Mm. Right? And they usually sort out the problem. Well, um, across America, there seems to be a effort to unionize their employment. Oh, uh, a couple of stores uh, are harboring. Uh, a number of employees who are using android phones to organize and prevent their bosses from finding out about their efforts oh wow that's interesting now w- wouldn't the fact that they're using an android phone make them stand out i would have thought so but, well that's, uh, that's what came into my mind immediately maybe
1: they and, do it during their lunch break in the um lunch room.
2: <laughs> maybe uh, employee groups uh, based at at least two Apple stores uh, are backed uh, by major uh, national unions and are preparing to uh, preparing to file paperwork in the National Labor Relations Board uh, in the very near future uh, to report uh, uh, to uh, to uh, uh, reiterate the reports already covered by the Washington Post and uh, it details how at least six more locations are at uh, less advanced stages uh, in the unionisation process. Apple has more than 65,000 retail workers. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people, isn't it? At, uh, at its nearly 300 stores around the country. I believe there's 500 stores worldwide. So 300 represents a big, big uh uh, percentage. I'm going to say three-fifths. Yeah, I think you'd be right. Okay, uh, just thought I'd throw that in. I, I was going to ring an Apple genius to see if they could crunch the numbers. But I was going to uh, get my computer to do it. Yeah, but I trust you. Okay, fair enough. I'll Because I know, I know you did maths at school. I did. I didn't do very now, well at av- it. The average Apple employee, right, mm-hmm. Retail. they call them retail sales associate. This is a genius. Guess how much they make? Now, the genies, I think, get paid a bit more, but oh. but the, the, the normal ones that uh, you see floating around in Apple stores, guess how much they make a year?
1: Where, in America? In America. Oh, I'm going to say, I don't know, $15,000, $17,000? $30,972,
2: no. which, by the way, oh. is 24% below the national average. Really? That's incredible. Yeah. I didn't think anyone in America got paid that much, not even the grand. president. Ah oh, no, I think I, I think uh, thirty grand's um, quite popular, quite oh. common. Well, it's twenty four percent below the national average apparently. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think it's fair. Let I me mean, look. I think it's very fair that they should get paid more. The company is uh, can Apple is making, afford it? Really? Of course it can. Really? It's Making a fortune. I mean, yes. it's sure, it's got two hundred
1: and sixty-five billion dollars sitting in a bank in Ireland. Yeah. That uh, it doesn't want to take back to America because then they'd have to pay you know, 12% tax on it, which well, would, of look,
2: course, fund most of the uh, American deficit. I'm I'm from the old school. I, I say that people are the backbone of the company. That's true. And therefore, you must look after them.
1: As uh, I think it was Richard Branson said, if you look after your employees, they'll look after your customers, and all of that looks after the bottom line of the business. Sure, that was with um Virgin Airlines, which almost went tits up, but that's not the point. no um, oh, so are they is there any particular reason they want to unionize or just to you know basically be unionized and stuff and so on and Well something. they'd be
2: a very powerful force because of the number of employees, probably not as big as uh, say Amazon mm-hmm. But nevertheless, uh, a fair number of employees there. So. I've just um, had, sorry, AP, go ahead.
0: The, company, the company's valued at $3 trillion. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. It's
2: uh, fair whack, year, isn't
0: it? stock price has uh, increased nearly 33% over the last year. Uh-huh. Uh, so as Fishy said, I, I think the, the bottom line is healthy enough to consider the welfare of the staff.
1: Oh, I'm, I think so. I'm not sure because um, uh, Tim Cook apparently has paid 1447 Times that the of the average employee uh, fueled by stock awards that helped him earn nearly one hundred
2: million dollars. Uh, well, he's he he's he, he's worth I think three point two billion himself. In that's US dollars, I believe. Makes sense. Uh, and he's up up there. He's up there uh, in the wealthiest.
1: Actually, it's interesting uh, in this story that uh, how many uh, other businesses are. Um, uh, well, people, their employees are trying to uh, or looking to unionise. Starbucks being one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, there, a lot of their employees are having a go, which is probably not a bad thing. At least then they might be able to make some decent coffee. Um, and a variety of uh, other country uh, companies in America, because the union um, business in America is not massive. It's a a very anti union thing, of course. Yes. I wonder if though they, they'll have. Um, remember the old days of uh, in the the people back in the 19th century where they'd have strike breakers in the early 20th century where they'd yes. um, get and which is where um, pink was it pinkertons detectives um, used to come in and uh, with baseball bats and guns and shields and clubs and stuff and there would be big fights do you think we're going to see that sort of thing outside starbucks and apple shops? <laughs> i hope not you know some people getting shot yeah. at and stuff like that
2: no i think uh, the only commotion we want to see outside an apple store is the queue for the next iphone fair enough
0: the last full financial year, they uh, had three hundred and sixty-five point eight two billion dollars in sales. So they've broken the one just just the one billion dollar a day sales. Three hundred and sixty-five point eight billion dollars in the financial year two thousand twenty-one. So you'd have to say that even with all of the research, the considerable research and development they do. It looks to me like they were going to give, they were going to give store workers a one-time bonus of a thousand dollars each as a COVID payment. Not okay. enough. It doesn't the article doesn't say whether it did or not? No, it no. said it planned to give that. Well, so I think that purse strings. Uh, I mean, look, I, like any well-run business, the uh, the costs are being carefully monitored.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: and you know, as a business owner, I know that costs can you know you can get out of hand. Um, you know, lazy tax. Uh, appears where you are complacent with uh, what you pay for your input costs. So I don't begrudge Apple uh, looking into their costs and minimising their cost, but investing in good staff is, is important. one of the cornerstones but, of any business.
2: But AP, um, when you're selling a premium product and the phones are not cheap, that's right, really, are they? When you're selling uh, a well-built product, uh, when your company uh, is uh, worth $3 trillion and becoming more valuable every year it trades, I think the least they can do is…
1: Pay the people that actually make the phones in China uh, more than a dollar a day?
2: Well, I wouldn't be making even the the phones in China. In fact, I I understand they're bringing a lot of the manufacturing back to uh, California. Oh, I hope they do. Yeah. I hope they do. Or San Francisco, I think. Oh, I wouldn't go there. (laughs) It's all over
1: the footpath. poop poop everywhere. (laughs) Oh, God, no, I wouldn't want to go there. Maybe they can clean it up. Okay, that might work. Well, that's it for this week, everyone. I hope you've um, found our stories interesting yet entertaining. I don't know if you can do that uh, for two things. I'm not sure. But join us next time for stories all around the the globe, I should say, that will actually tickle your imagination. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and... um, If you want to tell us anything, um, mail at uh, newsgrubs.com would uh, be the place you could um, send us a little message or on our Facebook page or our Twitter page. We'll see you uh, next time for The News Grubs. Bye, everyone.
2: Thanks for listening to The News Grubs. We'll be back next week.